0: Hey everybody, Micah here. We're coming in hot with a bonus episode on Space Jam A New Legacy. This is a Patreon unlocked episode. So last year we covered this movie and we actually covered the first movie as well because if you're unaware at patreon.com slash m-i-c-a-h-m-c-c-a-w link in the show notes you can listen to a bonus episode every month and listen to MPU the sequel where we cover Movies that have only two entries in them. So, like I said, we did Space Jam. We did both movies last year. So, if you want to hear the first movie, the good movie, um, sign up and scroll back and take a listen to that. Otherwise, sit back, relax, enjoy the extra episode. And uh, next week, we will be jumping into Star Wars. And on May the 4th, you know, May the 4th be with you, we'll be covering The Hidden Fortress on Patreon.com, which is a movie that's one of the biggest inspirations uh, for Star Wars. So get ready for a lot of Star Wars and also Doctor Strange next month. All right. See ya. Everybody, um,
1: it's Patreon sequel.
0: It's MPU the sequel, and uh, you can hear the distress in our voice. And I think it's—I'm not distressed. I'm distressed. Okay, and it's because of Space Jam: A New Legacy. Why
1: are you distressed about it?
0: Because I'm just—it's just a—it just, uh, was so uninteresting of a movie. It's like yeah. it was so—it was so bad. It's almost not worth talking about. Is how I kind of feel.
1: I think that um, this is gonna make the top commercials of the commercial awards that they do every year. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. They this, still do that, right? This was
0: just an advertisement for HBO Max. I I thought I thought this uh, this morning. I thought this feels more like a high budget Super Bowl commercial than it feels like yep. a movie. And it was. It is so bad. I mean, just all the cards on the table. The, I don't like this movie at all. I really didn't like it. Um We watched it and like we watched part of it at Stalled night. It. And then we watched the rest in the morning we the next to day. We had
1: watch it last night. We're like, we're watching it until it's over. And it's going to be a little late past our bedtime. And yeah. we then we got an hour in and we're like, can we please finish it tomorrow?
0: Yeah. It's and
1: not fun.
0: The, the, the weird part that I'm sure we're going to explore in this is... I mean, Space Jam 1, the plot is crazy. Like, you know, you can listen to our episode on it. Like, it's a crazy movie. By all rights, it shouldn't work, right? But there's something kind of magic about it. But it's basically a commercial for Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes, and the NBA. But this movie, like, takes only the... It's like this movie only takes the commercial aspect of that movie and, like, really stresses the commercial cuz this whole movie is just like wow look at all the wonder of Warner Brothers oh. back in the day they made Wizard of Oz ooh have you seen the mask ooh uh, here's a bunch of people who aren't the actors playing the villains in Batman not
1: only that this movie made me feel old
0: yeah hit the uh, well, yeah
1: i just a lot of what the movie was about was not funny to me and i just thought like what is it funny to a kid but like they got really into algorithms and like how video games work (laughs) and the last movie uh michael jordan just got sucked into a a hole at a golf course yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but this was like servers a server verse it was like complicated which was seeing the trailer that's what i was nervous about is they were gonna like yep this is exactly what i
0: hoped that this movie wouldn't be i know and it was and
1: so, just listening to all this stuff that I don't really know anything about, it's just like, "Is this funny though or clever
0: no i don't I don't think people think it's clever, and I don't think it's um i mean i mean if if you here's the thing too, if you enjoyed it, I'm good for you you know and i I'm not saying that sarcastically um and if you watch it with your kids and your kids enjoyed it, that's great too. but to me, I look at this and I'm like, is it is this a kids' movie? Because we have like the characters from A Clockwork Orange showing up in this movie. Yeah, you know the famous gang that hurts people very, very badly. Yeah, and they're just hanging out. They're cheering on the sidelines. We have Pennywise. Oh yeah, what a great uh, family-friendly hit Pennywise is. What? What? Oh yeah, Mad Max. Kids, kids probably cheered when they saw Mad Max in the theaters.
1: Maybe they did though.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: That, yeah, th- that's also how this movie felt is I couldn't tell if this was who who the movie was for because Space Jam, the first one is so yeah. it's like 25 years old or uh-huh. something. So it's like, OK, if they feel the need to make a remake, if it, it, it's just like, should this be for us? Because we saw the first one. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a kid's movie. So like just basically reboot it. But like, you know, sequel. It just well, they didn't. I just didn't know who the movie was for.
0: Yeah, no, th- this. So, so earlier this year, Warner Brothers came out with Tom and Jerry, and uh-huh. I was co- sort of excited about Tom and Jerry. I liked the idea of like hand drawn animation stuff. I mean, it wasn't all hand drawn, but like that idea of like two D animation in our world and stuff like that. I think I think it was well, no, it was three D, but you know, it was interesting animation. That's what I should say, because I'm not an expert on animation. And I was like, this will be kind of fun. Yeah. And we turned it on, and we got, like, t- five minutes into the movie. and it I was... don't even
1: know if we got five minutes. I don't think we got past the title credits.
0: <laughs> it, it was very clear, like, oh, this is not... Like, we won't enjoy this at all. Yeah. Even on, like, an artistic level. So we were able to turn it off. And this movie... Like, like I don't think Tom and Jerry was good. I didn't watch it, but... But it was like, oh, this is like a five to nine-year-old demographic that they're shooting for. It's very apparent, so I don't need to worry about it. I just turned it off. Mm -hmm. Haven't thought about it since, really. Mm -hmm. But this is like, who is this for? Yeah. Because if it was like five or nine, I think we would sit here and we'd go, yeah, we didn't really like it, but, you know, I'm sure kids like it. But this is like just so confusing. Because, you know, kids are still freaking out about the Matrix. Five and nine-year-olds are... Just like, oh man, I love when they made references to Trinity. Yeah, and
1: only five and nine year olds are watching this, according to Micah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but but it's it's like it doesn't it doesn't do that thing um, as as much crap as Shrek gets. We we like that movie, mm-hmm. and it works on a level of like if you're a kid, you think it's funny, and if you're an adult, there are some adult jokes. Mm-hmm. But it's still like a cohesive story. Yeah, this is just like it has no idea what this movie is. Yeah. Um so that's the front load of this. Now, um I had a couple of things I wanted to share with you cuz I thought I thought you might think these are funny. So, you know, I follow quite a few people on Letterboxd, and I, there was just some funny stuff. Um David Ehrlich, film critic, uh he said, "I liked the part where LeBron James' semi-fictional son effectively tried to help kill hundreds of innocent people by trapping them in NBA jam forever." 1.5 stars.
1: What? But they trapped people in there, they all disappeared.
0: Yeah, I mean, at Lord, the end. They,
1: all, they all got sent back home. No,
0: but he effectively tried to help kill hundreds tried, of innocent people. Try, try,
1: tried, tried.
0: I hate when I do those no, quotes. No, that yeah. was me. That was me. Um, and then David Sims said, Notorious Pig is in this <laughs> one and a half stars. Uh, Josiah, <laughs> friend of the pod, he's probably listening to this. He said, and I I love this. I thought it might be fun and self-aware, but besides a couple looney tune moments, I really just cringed a lot. Yeah. So, you're right on that, Josiah. <laughs> um let's let's talk about who made it. Okay. So it's di- Go through
1: this as fast as you possibly can.
0: Okay, okay. It's directed by Malcolm D Lee, who made Night School and Girls Trip. Well, okay. Yeah. Um and then I won't even go there are S- is it six people who made the screenplay
1: too many people
0: yeah too many cooks so we have jewel taylor tony rettenmayer keenan coogler terrence N-
1: is that keenan keenan no oh okay
0: um that's keenan thompson oh you're right uh terrence nance jesse gordon and celeste ballard cinematography is salvatore totino
1: <laughs> wait what seriously yeah. and he yeah, did- that's a cool name
0: he did Spider-Man: Homecoming, so we've talked about him. Uh, Chris Bowers did the music, and the movie came out July twelfth, twenty twenty-one, with a one hundred and fifty million dollar budget. And as of this recording, where we watched it the weekend it came out, it made thirty-one million dollars domestic and fifty-four worldwide, which everyone was predicting this to be a flop. And it overtook Black Widow in Black Widow's second weekend.
1: I understand people so, expecting it to be a flop, but like movie theaters are still like new, newly back, and it's yeah. this middle of the summer. So I'm not surprised by how well it did money wise.
0: Yeah. So and and
1: you know air conditioning as much the as, whole, as the whole country. I'll speak for the <laughs> our country that we live in is on fire. Yeah, literally, or just with a bad heat wave, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, Looney, you know, it's something you kind of know, so you just go, yeah. I mean, it's two hours of relief from the LeBron
1: heat. James is in it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so they were going to do a sequel with Joe Pitka, who was the director of Space Jam, um, but Jordan, Michael Jordan, didn't sign on. And then remember they were going to do, like, the Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. Spy Jam, all those others, see our previous episode. Um, but they never came to fruition, and then... After they made lo- they they canceled all those to make Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser, and that movie flopped in 2003, and so it was kind of like
1: I don't see how I couldn't
0: have seen that movie, but I don't. I don't see it. how I couldn't have either. I'm sure I have seen that movie.
1: Yeah, I just can't. Maybe if I saw a clip, it would yeah. it all come back.
0: I I bet the same for me. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's probably on the wonderful Serververse uh, app HBO Max. Yeah uh so then it's like what are we supposed to do with the looney tunes you know like we have this great ip and we can't do anything with them and then they finally start talking about space jam as well and i remember them talking about even as a kid like in well a kid like in high school i remember them being like they're working on space jam too, and they might do it with lebron or you know
1: oh wow that far back I, I, but, like, you remember that?
0: Yeah. Well, I remember them at least announcing Space Jam 2. No. I, don't, I don't know when they started saying LeBron.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then they go through, like, a bunch of directors, and then Ryan Coogler comes on as a producer. And I'm sad to say that he produced this movie, because I love Ryan Coogler, and I think he's a great producer and a great director, but this is not good. Um, and so then Terrence Nance... Is hired to direct the movie and they start filming. A month into filming, uh, he leaves the project for creative differences.
1: Who? The director?
0: Yeah, Terrence Nance. And that's when they hire uh, this guy, Malcolm D. Lee. And LeBron got injured in his 2019 season. So while they were doing their 14 hour shooting days, 14 hours? That was tough and he was having to to be there
1: for 14 hours. Get (laughs) back into shape and stuff. Isn't that not okay?
0: Oh, I don't. I don't. I think it's fine. Oh, okay. I think he probably got a sweet
1: trailer while he was there.
0: Yeah, but he had to, you know, like nurse his injury and like get back into good health. Yeah. While filming fourteen-hour days and stuff, you know, but that doesn't mean he's filming for fourteen hours. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's true. Um. And I know all that stuff takes way longer. Yes. Even the people, even the professionals, they show up that day and they're there longer than they expected. I feel.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I just want to shout out that Tony Bancroft worked on the animation in this movie, and so did Spike Brandt, amongst many others. Okay, but that is the highlight of the movie. I mean, I I do think the animation is is wild in this
1: wild. How like good?
0: Like like it? I mean, if if the movie was on mute or something, I'd be like, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> because and I
1: thought the effects were cool too. And I mean, like the set was. Like the basketball court was cool. I don't know. I the the thing is, is I I do kind of like the whole like it's a video game kind of thing. I think that's a fun update. Yeah. But all this, but it's just so complicated. Yeah. In terms of people who are in this movie.
0: Yeah. Wow, you're going we off have, the
1: cuff. We have King Kong, the Iron Giant, Penguin from Batman. Uh.
0: Mr. Terms. Freeze, Mr. played Freeze, by someone who doesn't even look an inkling like him. It doesn't Arnold.
1: matter, my other extras. Uh, no, I know, Penny but wise, it's
0: distracting, the isn't it?
1: Frost zombies and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's like you said, monkeys from Wizard of Oz.
0: Yeah. It, it was so funny watching the final sequence because I couldn't help it. I I didn't watch the game. I was just looking at the background, yeah. but like the whole time. Yeah. And it's
1: it's just How can you not?
0: It's just funny thinking Oh man, this is it's just so hard to quantify what 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 this movie makes me feel because it's fun to see crossover stuff, but there's no purpose to any of it in this movie, except for it to showcase like did you see Voldemort? Did you Was he there? I did see Voldemort at one point. It's kind of cool. I, I'm pretty sure. Um
1: <laughs> It's and, not cool. Well, here's the thing. Like it does Micah, I'm gonna ask to ask you to let it go. Step off. Because this movie doesn't exist to me. And I'm not gonna get worked up over it. We'll see until we actually get into it. <laughs> but the issue is the Looney Tunes have been around for so long. According decades, to and,
0: Notorious Pigs rap since nineteen thirty five. nineteen thirty five.
1: They have continued to make people laugh generation after generation, including me. I grew up loving Looney Tunes and they were one of my biggest inspirations for drawing. Well And they're already so old at that point. Let me finish. And then Space Jam comes out and they're even they're continuing to be super funny. So then they want to make a Space Jam too and it's like just keep it Looney Tunes. They're funny. Yeah they continue to be funny. They continue try to they continuously try to find ways to be funny.
0: Yeah. But the I mean the maybe the biggest problem of this movie is it's space jam. It's about looney tunes and they're not really in the movie that much. I know. I mean that's a big bummer. Yep. Um and so but but what I what I wanted to say looney tunes wise, I hope we didn't say this in the last episode. I mean, we like looney tunes a lot. Remember when we were on a little vacation? We were in a cabin, and my dad flipped it to Looney Tunes. This we, was we laughed for this a was long like time watching it. A year and a half ago, yeah. And we were losing it, and it was also very funny because um, some other people were there, and they were just stone faced watching Looney Tunes while my dad, Jordan, and I were busting a gut, like crying, laughing, and my mom's also just sitting there quietly reading a book.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs>
0: It's funny stuff. Um yeah, so yeah, so you don't want to go over any actors or anything. That's
1: What actors? I just went through all of them.
0: I love it. That's funny. That's a great great bit and also it's not even really a bit. <laughs> it's just true.
1: So this movie begins with uh, a young LeBron who is I think his mom's dropping him off for a game. Yeah. And they have a little moment where you you know you learn that he's a hard worker and this is his life basketball and this is the sacrifice he's had to make make to get where he's at which was just basketball 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 and to the, they even illustrate this kid gives him a Game Boy and he gets in trouble with it because it's like LeBron you got to focus
0: yeah and the Game Boy gets thrown away
1: yes um and then we flash and then we get the the opening credits which I thought were good.
0: I like the opening. I, credits. I think it's
1: worth noting because even when in the last movie, it's like this is fun.
0: Yeah, no They're, Space Jam song. Yeah, that's a mistake.
1: But whatever. But I it, mean, the uh, music was still good. the The soundtrack stuff they chose was good.
0: Wha, wha, so one thing, one thing. I I would be curious what other people think about this too. But um, and I'm 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 not much of a sports person, so there's part of that playing into it. But I just feel like. When Michael Jordan shows up in Space Jam and it shows that sequence and everything, it's like, even though you know he's in it, you're like, no way. Like, Michael Jordan is in this. Michael Jordan. Well, here's
1: what I think about it.
0: And I think in this movie, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's LeBron, one of.
1: Well, this is what I think about.
0: An NBA player. When
1: LeBron came to the NBA, it was massive. Drafted out of high school. Right. They don't do that anymore. I think they th- you can't do that anymore. Okay, and he was I think among some of the last people who did it, which is like crazy to be drafted out of high school. Yeah, and very quickly in the NBA, people are like, "This is the next Michael Jordan." Yeah, he That's even crazy. said that. I think. I well, yeah, but it's true, you know. Based on, I mean, I don't know like statistics or anything about him, just knowing his like magnitude as a basketball player. I will say because I used to watch basketball when I played basketball. Yeah. Um. So I don't anymore. But basketball is not fun to watch these days. I just got to say. And maybe it's because I'm less interested in sports. But it just feels so slow and there are no stakes. Like everyone's just trying not to get injured. No one's really well, trying to win. That's they, how it They need feels. to learn how
0: to have fun while they play. Well,
1: that's true. <laughs> but that that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Every time I like see a game or part of a game. That being said, seeing anything live is so much fun. Totally. That's so worth it. But so when when Michael Jordan was playing, I mean, he has one of, he has perhaps the most prolific career as an athlete with the Chicago Bulls and watch the last dance to get get the whole inside scoop on how that all worked. But he like, he was a basketball player in a time when basketball was so exciting. This was like, no one has ever been as good as him. I know people that's not, that's subjective. For, for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But I mean,
0: if my dad listens to this episode, he is going to get, he's going to he tell cannot, you all the stats I of Will Chamberlain. Do
1: not tell me about the stats of Will Chamberlain, please. But <laughs> no one can deny that Michael Jordan was, is one of the most prolific basketball players to yeah. ever live. I will say, like, I, I, it would be, I'm sure people talk about this a lot. It's like fun to think of, like, what would LeBron be like if he was playing during all those times? Sure. Could he do it? Or would, would he not be able to do it? I, I don't know enough about him to know that. All I know is the time that he is a basketball player, which is now is not as exciting as when Michael Jordan was a basketball player. Yeah. And that's personal opinion about yeah. the NBA. Therefore, I don't care very much. I mean, like I'm glad that they chose LeBron because he is the obvious choice in this movie. Yeah. And what's funny is like, I he's been in other movies, like he's acted before and I don't even think he's that terrible. I think he's having fun, which is fun. Yeah. But in terms of like even watching Space Jam and watching the opening credits of the first movie of Space Jam, you get like goosebumps watching Michael Jordan play basketball. Yeah. This, I don't feel it as much.
0: No, and no. I think that's
1: no, no. just, that's a me thing. Maybe other people were like, oh, yeah, LeBron. That's
0: well, and, so and I want to clarify my point. I, I, I understand that LeBron is one of the best ever. I, I do. But it just feels like in this movie, when they like throw down the hammer and they're like, we got LeBron, it does not nearly have the impact. Of Michael Jordan.
1: No, I agree.
0: And that that's why I, I really am attracted to the idea of if they had done their original thing, e- even if they were like, uh, just pick like another athlete, another sport, someone that's currently, because even in this, you're like, well, what are they going to do? Play another basketball game? We've seen that. Yeah. And so now they're like, no, but this time it's cool because it's a video game.
1: There are stakes.
0: And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, care about the video game
1: here's i i was really trying to to like keep an open mind while i was watching this in terms of like the the story of it not not (laughs) the bogged down detail stuff because the premise is lebron's son wants is more interested in video games not basketball but lebron's pushing him to to do basketball yeah kind of like that that was me i was pushed to do it so i'm pushing my kids to do it kind of thing but that's the whole contention with his son where his son is like let me do what i want to do and like follow my dreams so um the the, you know the movie is about him allowing his son to do what his son wants to do and like have fun that's like the big thing is having fun i think that alone is pretty good yeah I, i think it's i think it's like a good simple story it, do, it doesn't become simple because they just bog it down like crazy but like in the first space jam michael jordan gets sucked into a hole because the looney tunes need him his help and he helps them. yeah this one lebron needs the looney tunes to help him but i mean i know he like falls on their
0: whatever world but like
1: <laughs> yeah. does that make sense
0: totally totally and and But to speak to your point about the father-son relationship, I saw, usually I try to not like look up reviews and stuff before we do a podcast, but I couldn't resist on this one. And Dan Eden, uh, a friend of ours, he he had a very detailed letterbox, and I thought he said something very interesting. Um, I think the fundamental mistake was not making the Looney Tunes the central characters and not pulling in LeBron James as a sort of savior to them. Also, pitting him against his son in that weird convoluted way doesn't help. It's in service of a theme that doesn't need to be there, so it's an even larger fundamental screenplay issue.
1: I think it's weird. Sorry, I know you're still reading. I think it is weird that he has to play against his son. That is weird. That doesn't make sense. If anything, it should have been. They accidentally get sucked into this world, let's say, because of the Looney Tunes, and his son gets wrapped up in it, and they have to work together to help them, and that's when he learns to have fun. That, like, makes so much more sense.
0: Yeah. Ye- yes, than, than, yes, Than,
1: like, his son being his actual enemy.
0: Well, and, and he says this, too. He says, um, like, Le- you know, basically he says, like, LeBron has to learn and acknowledge that his own son is a different person with different interests. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Dad says that is his review. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, he's- yeah, it's like he learns a basic thing that we all know about humans. Well,
1: it's also just weird because it's, about like LeBron is the big character in this movie. And like, he's kind of a sourpuss. Yeah. When like Michael Jordan goes into Looney Tune world and is like, whoa, this is crazy and scary, but I'm a Looney Tune now. <laughs> yeah. Physics don't apply to me anymore.
0: And, and it does, it seems silly to even like compare the two movies. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird because this, this movie is, I don't, I don't even know. It's just so strange. It's
1: whatever. I, I think
0: I think part of it is this, that, that we have to acknowledge. As a podcast that explores film franchises, we like when people make a lot of movies, but that doesn't mean every movie should be a series. And I think this is a prime example of Space Jam 1 is just a lightning in a bottle, like cannot be recreated movie. It just works. It really shouldn't work. And no. it works. And so when you try to recreate a movie that shouldn't work, it it produces a movie that doesn't. Well, it's work.
1: like they were they're trying so hard to to not make the same movie, and they didn't. And that's my issue with it is they didn't <laughs> yeah. make the same movie because that's personally what I wanted was just the same movie. Because I yeah. I think I said this in the last episode. If Space Jam: A New Legacy doesn't have a laugh a minute, I'm out. And yeah. it absolutely did not have a laugh a minute.
0: Well, and here's. May- okay, so maybe because I haven't been keeping up with, like, Looney Tunes and watching, like, new Looney Tunes, this movie presents them as this. They exist to parody other things, and they don't have their own jokes. Is that true of Looney Tunes right now? Do they just... I don't think it is.
1: Wait, so why again when he goes to the Looney Tune world and Bugs is the only one there? Where are the other ones?
0: Well, because um, Al G. Rhythm... yeah. Let's just take a moment, and let's just all applaud the screenwriters for coming with Don Cheadle's character name, Algy Rhythm. Yeah, so Algy Rhythm, us uh, like make like makes them all move except bugs,
1: because he doesn't like them.
0: Well, I think it's because he wants you to know about this wonderful service Warner Brothers has called HBO Max.
1: Can we just get into this movie? So. <laughs> LeBron is at Warner Brothers Studios. What a wonderful drone (laughs) shot of the studios. Um, And they're trying to sell him on some movie or game. I can't remember. Sarah Silverman is in it for a second. And Steven Ewan is in it for a second. I got to say, though, who did a really great job, Chris Davis, who plays LeBron's assistant, who's in Atlanta.
0: Performance of the uh, Judas and
1: the Black Messiah. He's in Blacklist, Detroit. He was great.
0: His name's Chris Davis? Yeah. Okay. He... If if you don't watch Atlanta, you gotta watch Atlanta.
1: Just watch and, Atlanta.
0: And he is in it, and he is so electric. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's electric in a series where like everyone is electric, and he still stands out. That's how good he is.
1: Also, it's just a really good show.
0: Oh, it's 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 one of the best comedies. Yeah, that, it's one of the best shows that yeah. is being made. Um, worth your time. What worth your time? Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so so Warner Brothers pitches to LeBron that LeBron James will be in all of their franchises.
1: I guess I, I, really I wasn't didn't, really paying attention.
0: I didn't but, understand but the whole thing what was that al- scene algorithm,
1: was. Algorithm Don Cheadle made the made it up because he's an algorithm. Yeah, and that, that was LeBron's. Uh, that was the breaking point. Yeah. <laughs> this thing made it, and I'm supposed to be in it? No. <laughs> so he's out. His son's pissed. <laughs> And then they they go into the server room and get sucked into the server, and it's just like this is boring. And they meet Don yeah, Cheadle like twenty five I mean,
0: minutes in, and we haven't even seen the Tunes. How much
1: did Don Cheadle get paid? Not only that, though, I mean, like he was trying so hard to have fun.
0: He he gave I it his didn't, all. I didn't like the character, and I didn't like the existence of the character. But Don Cheadle did great in this movie. He did a great performance in a very bad movie. Yeah. Um. Because he's just, like, going for it. He is. He, he never restrains.
1: So Le- he basically shoots LeBron out, and he's floating at between all the Warner Brothers, worlds, Warner Brothers worlds. He goes by the Casablanca planet because and, and, and a the, young audience will understand that reference. And then they go to the Game of Thrones one, <laughs> Once the again, Harry the Potter one. Cheer. And then Game
0: of Thrones as well.
1: I said Game of Thrones, and then Harry Potter, oh, and I'm then sorry. I think Wizard of Oz or something. And then he goes to Looney Tunes world meets well, with Bugs, and is like, "I guess I got to put a, a team together, and Bugs is going to help him."
0: And he also goes by Matrix because this it's very oh, funny. Yeah,
1: there are so that's like There's one of just the most. There's a lot of Matrix. The, in most this. of the references are like for Matrix, is what it feels like.
0: And and you would you would almost think that like a movie that's about an algorithm, like they would be able to work in matrix in a much more clever way but they just don't
1: i don't know it's weird
0: because on on the one hand it's like when this movie begins you're kind of like is this i mean you know it's not gonna go there but is this like a warning about like social media and algorithms and And then it's like like,
1: so pissed watching this movie knowing that they would have to explain so much to their
0: children once it was over
1: (laughs) and just be like okay the rest of this summer we're gonna have to watch some other movies so you can understand this one
0: kids all right i know you guys are all under 10 but it's time to watch a clockwork orange we'll follow it up with it
1: well i doubt many people even <laughs> saw them in the background i i think it's weird that they are included absolutely it's
0: it's uh, i don't think a kid's like dad what are those guys in the white outfits it. doing <laughs> well and know. you you do know that there were probably a lot of people who are like oh to like everything they saw, you know. Yeah. Because even I started doing that because I was like, I mean, this is my entertainment at this point.
1: Yeah. So, as they're trying to get a team together, they use is it the Martian? What's his first name? Marty the Martian, Marvin the Martian. Oh, Marvin. Yeah. Um, they steal a spaceship to go to to, to wrangle up the rest of the toons, which are your usual suspects of Porky the Pig, Daffy Duck. Um, the grandma Tweety, Sylvester, blah blah blah, and Roadrunner, blah blah blah. Meanwhile, Al Algorithm, I refuse to call him by oh, the name you mean Algorithm? But he is like basically stealing LeBron's son's algorithm. Yes, <laughs> for the game, for the video game.
0: In in um the, a place that we have n- we've only mentioned a couple of times, but they say it about two thousand times in the movie. The server, the server verse.
1: Yeah. So they their team they put together is they have all the stats of all these of all these really good basketball players that I'm I'm so I don't know the names of I recognize their faces, I think it's cool that they included WNBA players,
0: I yeah I like I think that. that's great that was cool
1: um I and I don't feel like looking it up but they're they're probably people you're thinking of right now some of the biggies okay I'm sorry then they go to the, the game is like an hour long. And I was just like, wait, well, at wait. least the game's an hour long because the, in the last movie, it was really long too. And that was the yeah. best part of the movie.
0: Okay. So, uh, um, you're doing a wonderful job of trying blowing to blow by stuff. but, um, I do want to point out a few things. One, it's just funny because, um, there's a scene where, when algae rhythm is stealing the algorithm from LeBron's son, he's like, Oh, so you hung out with NBA players. Yeah, and then it flashes back to him scanning WNBA players, or NBA no players. Sense. Is that and a real then,
1: thing? No, that's <laughs> not
0: real. And he, so he's scanning them with his phone, and then he, um, and so then, no, it no, just but, feels like the kid's done on, on, work. no work. But, <laughs> but then, so so he scans them, and then it flashes back to the kid, and he he's kind of looking at the sky, and he's like, "It was great." Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Um, and I gotta then,
1: say. So they're going to the Looney Tunes are on basically in all of these movie properties.
0: Yeah, we have and to talk about this. Sequence. That made me
1: laugh really hard for some reason. It just scratched an itch, I guess, was Austin Powers when Elmer Fudd was the evil Austin. I don't I can't remember the character name, but the guy in the silver suit played by Mike Myers. Yeah, like I think he's as mini me or something. I don't know it made me laugh really hard for some reason um but there were some there were a lot of others too
0: yeah so when when you laughed at that i think i turned to you and said wow
1: i just was laughing really hard at that but prior to that daffy yeah daffy duck and porky the pig were in like a, a justice league tv show it,
0: yeah they were in like the metropolis yeah i i have to say as much as i dislike the movie um, it just was really cool, all the different styles of animation, and when it cut to, like, Gotham City slash Metropolis, and there's, like, Batman and all this stuff, I was like, this is dumb, but it is really cool that it's, like, the old school animation yeah. of those characters, and that I really thought was very artistic. Like, the art department and stuff, wow. Pat yourself on the back. you You did some amazing things.
1: Yeah, I mean, but whenever they were in a live-action thing, they were just reusing footage.
0: Yeah, which was odd
1: but what else are they gonna do
0: yeah no exactly well what they could do is not not
1: do it but if they felt like like, they had to
0: i was like astounded when they it showed mad max fury road
1: oh that one blew me away i was like you're doing i know this movie was huge i know this movie was huge but why i guess just that alone this movie made so much money for them let's just do another promo for it
0: yeah, and, it was crazy. I mean, I genuinely think so. This movie was slated to come out last year. Um, I am I am, I genuinely believe that like that sequence, you know, they're like, oh, this would be fun to go through all the Warner Brothers property. But I think the the executives at Warner Brothers are literally th- saying, we're about to come out with HBO Max, and it's going to have all these things. This will excite people about our new yeah. app. I I genuinely think that I- is. In the conversation on the writing of this I movie. I think so, too. Um, the one that did kind of get me, though, is when in Casablanca, she says, uh, you know, you play it so well, Sam, or whatever, and it cuts to Yosemite, Sam. I kind of liked that. It wasn't good. I haven't But seen I kind of liked movie. it. And um, Rick and Morty were in this. Rick
1: and Morty? So does Warner Brothers own Adult Swim?
0: I have no idea.
1: That was so confusing to me and so off-putting for some reason.
0: Well, yeah, that's it's odd to have them in it. Um
1: There there was another one too that was crazy that I'm well, blanking on.
0: Uh Batman, uh Game of Thrones. Oh, and then the Wonder Woman sequence. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, okay. Again, animation cool. It was is presented a Wonder as Wonder a Woman comic TV book
1: show? or is that just a choice?
0: There was,
1: but not like that.
0: Oh, no, there's, like, the Linda Carter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have, like, in the same as, like, the Superman, you know, so animated might. shows and stuff. But Yeah,
1: the animation was awesome.
0: I think they just used that, um, oh, uh, what am I trying to say? I think they just chose to present it in that format. Okay. But it was like, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. Lola is becoming an Amazon.
0: Well, and and again, you got to think, like... Wonder Woman 1984 was supposed to come out around the same time as Space Jam. Here's a question so I have. So maybe they were like, let's cross promote.
1: I'm assuming most of the Looney Tunes are voiced by people who have voiced Looney Tunes before. Right?
0: Uh it was I think it was pretty different from Space Jam, like the Space Jam voices cuz like Billy West wasn't uh in the cast.
1: Who does he usually do?
0: Um I think he's Bugs Bunny.
1: Oh. I'm just curious why we needed Zendaya to be Lola.
0: Like it's just yeah.
1: why not just do? You already have so, every everyone under the sun in this movie. Zendaya's is not going to draw any more people.
0: I did think she was good. Actually. I think she was good, <laughs>
1: but it's it just that that was just a situation where it's like, shouldn't we have given a job to a voice actor?
0: Oh sure, that? yeah.
1: I don't know. I didn't. I'm not saying she did bad at all. Yeah,
0: no, I get what you're saying because ever since uh, we we talked about this a lot in Shrek, but like ever since. um Aladdin and Robin Williams' powerhouse performance, like animated movies now are like what?
1: What actor can we? What get?
0: actor can you get? Which I,
1: I get that that puts butts in seats, but
0: yeah, but sometimes it's not as interesting of a choice. Or that's why in when we covered Shrek Forever After, we were so excited that the villain of that movie was just um, a voice actor. He was a voice actor, and
1: he was awesome.
0: And he was great. not to say
1: that like actors can not be good voice actors. That's no, not, that's not what we're saying. But I think that. I, I, this was like on a podcast a long time ago. It was on Cash Levy's podcast. Oh, where yeah. He, he was talking with a friend, but that his friend was a voice actor and his friend was.
0: Oh, I remember this. Hearing
1: his frustrations on. He, he's got, he gets less work now. Yeah. Because they'd rather go with someone the audience knows.
0: Well, and the, I think the thing. A lot of studios have forgotten in you know the twenty years plus since Aladdin came out is Robin Williams provided a role to Genie that like someone else couldn't have done, uh-huh. and so yeah. it was like it was kind of essential that he did it if yeah. if they were presenting him that way. But then it's like oh I don't know you hire like Channing Tatum to voice uh, a character in uh, Littlefoot or a uh, bit. That Bigfoot movie? Yeah. Smallfoot.
1: Oh, I thought we were going to see that.
0: Yeah, and and maybe it's good, and maybe he's good, but it's like, why do we need Channing Tatum to voice get the, the abominable snowman, you know? Get get someone from The Simpsons or something. Although, not that they need work, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so... um, Yeah, so now, now we're at the game, and w- well, one thing, when they're training... I just realized like a trope that I that I really don't like is when it's in kids movies when they play like a fun pop song while a bunch of zany montage stuff is happening. Oh, I don't care for that either. And it's just like why are we not just playing like Looney Tunes music
1: or Space Jam?
0: Yeah. It, it it's and it's weird to me because it's like the Looney Tunes are wild and zany, so to have like this super safe pop song playing like underscores all the bits that they're doing. Yeah. Very weird. I,
1: yeah, I think so, too. But uh, I guess people who were on their phones before this game happened got sucked into their phone.
0: Into the server-verse. Into
1: the server-verse. By LG Rhythm. And I like to think that cause it kept, because there were so <laughs> many people in the audience, so many properties, yeah. and they kept cutting to like the six people that got sucked into their phones, yeah, including LeBron's family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like to think there were only six other people, like six random people there. <laughs> Yeah. with everyone else <laughs> yeah. but not only that um a really famous broad sports broadcaster got sucked in that i forget the name of yeah but i it's like i know his voice don't know his name and then that other guy that i can't remember his name now i'm being really lazy about this yeah today. the
0: guy from get out and who yeah. hosted the oscars who was so funny well
1: he was a good choice
0: he was a good choice yeah
1: um we were very much not enjoying the movie at that point but very great that he got that part. Um.
0: Now, one bit I thought was funny. I thought it was genuinely like the funniest bit of the movie is they're like at halftime and they go, we have a secret weapon. We found Michael Jordan. He was in the audience. Yeah. And then and the actor, Michael B. Jordan, walks out. Yes. And they really like take their time. So it's like, here we go. Here we go. And I, people may have problems with that. I don't know. But I thought that was very funny, and I like Michael B. Jordan enough that I'm like, cool. That
1: was a moment for me where I'm like, yes, I understand. That's very funny. (laughs) Yeah.
0: On an algorithmic level, I understand the humor.
1: So they're not just playing basketball. They're playing LeBron's son's game, which... (laughs) <laughs> means that it's all like one uh, one basket can be a hundred points because of style points and all this stuff so yeah but, but, as that, one no, does but it's <laughs> just a really convoluted way of showing like it, the game is about f- having fun
0: uh-huh
1: so I, I get what they're trying to do but they just complicated it like effing crazy yeah also the, the looney tunes get animated and upgraded animation so they're like 3d animated For like the rest of the movie, I
0: liked that.
1: I thought it was fine. I
0: thought they looked crazy cool. Yeah, I mean, it's always more fun when they're cartoon, cartoon. But
1: yeah, I mean, if you're gonna
0: make it different than Space Jam One, that's a that's a change that's like okay. Yeah, no,
1: that makes sense. Making them
0: more like CG characters,
1: so they don't stand a chance against these other the team that they're playing against. Just like the first movie, of course, they get like a thousand points ahead. Um, the second half was funnier than the first half <laughs> because yeah. Looney Tunes got to finally have some fun and, yeah. and do some stuff where, um, like the grandma part was very funny to me. There was a sure. funny Tasmanian devil twist by literally twisting the court. I guess that was fun. Yeah.
0: Multiplying the coyote, making the multiplier. That was fun. That was
1: funny. I think there was a funny Tweety bird thing.
0: I think so as well.
1: But basically, they they catch up. Don Cheadle's getting really mad and is yelling at his son, and it's just funny because like Don Cheadle's like the coach, and he's yelling at LeBron's son, and uh-huh. LeBron's just like watching it happen <laughs> and not really doing anything. Yeah. And eventually, his son goes to LeBron's team, and it's fine. They yeah. win. I'm really bored I, talking about this.
0: I I was um. I, I'm I'm sad to say that I did think it was funny when Porky Pig rapped, and I think that that's probably not good that I thought that that was funny, but it it did crack me up.
1: Hey, he got a lot of points off that.
0: Yeah, and he had a couple of lines where I was like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> um, but then um, what what's the? There's just a couple more things. Oh yeah, so like at the end, you know, Don Cheadle becomes like Superman or whatever, like Al- Algae Rhythm the the superman version and he's the king
1: kong version because remember king kong the actual king kong got mad
0: yes and crossed his
1: arms and huffed
0: (laughs) and and then um lebron like goes for the last dunk of the movie you know and then he gets a boost from his son because this whole movie is determined to prove to us that video games are cool okay and yet
1: well i think that is a that is for kids of this of of right now are are going to be into that and interested in it, and I get that. I
0: don't. Think I don't they think will
1: be. you don't think kids are that interested that it's a video game.
0: I in, in the way it's presented in this movie, I don't think so. No,
1: the way it's presented is not very fun because they talk about algorithms too much.
0: Well, I it, so so I like I feel like all the video game talk. It sounds like like a, like the screenwriter of the of this movie has a son who or daughter who plays a ton of video games. And then they're like, yeah, let's do, um. Well, what are those called? Video games well, this, in this.
1: This is the kind of part where the, I just felt like I was out of touch. Because yeah. maybe kids are that into it. We're literally watching a TV show called Mythic Quest about video games. And all of the people who are streamers in that show are children. Like, it's a joke. That just children yes. are interested in playing those, like, like just, like, v- live streaming video games where people play other people i think that that is a real thing and kids are interested in that
0: i agree with everything you said um what i'm trying to say though is it sounds like someone who wrote this is someone who doesn't play games or knows much about video games okay that's what i'm trying to say
1: okay i can't speak to that
0: it just is like what and and it, it it's like the same thing when they keep saying algorithm in this movie it's like they use it as like uh, just something to cover up something they don't want to discuss. They just say, "Oh, the algorithm, this or the out." Al- it's like, okay, we get it. You think the kids think video games are cool, and they do, but you, you, like, have you ever played one? It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I don't know. That's how it feels to me. Okay. Um, but uh, it is just so less dramatic that at the end of this, LeBron just. Gets a little boost and dunks. I just well, think his of son like
1: helps and Micah. Yeah, they but, work together.
0: Like it's it's not like loony related. It's not really. But, no,
1: it's not because in the last movie, Michael Jordan stretched his arm. I know
0: that that was just such a fun moment, yeah. and this is like not even close to as cool. No. Um And but, then but, Bugs Bunny dies.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, he has that's to do this all, move folks. to make the game glitch, and that's the only way they can win. So Bugs sacrifices himself and it was just like what okay <laughs> yeah. so they he does it they win he's glitching and it's just like he dies yeah and the last thing he says is that's all folk, folks i can't say that word <laughs> but it was just like really <laughs> okay obviously he doesn't die he like for some reason somehow shows up in the real world yeah which i know in the last movie they did but like It was just, there was nothing. Like, the movie tried to explain so much, and And at the end of the movie, they're not going to explain that.
0: Like, the other movie gets away with a lot because they don't try to explain stuff, but this movie, it's like... It
1: literally came out of a hole. The center of the earth is Looney Tune world. and and That's all I need.
0: Exactly. And this movie's kind of like, you provided us so much information, and yet you're making things so inexplicable. Um... Really don't like it. Least favorite movie of the year so far. I put it under the Little Things on my list of 2021 releases. Huh. I liked The Little Things with Jared Leto more than this movie. Yeah. Um. But hey, if you liked it, that's cool. (laughs) That's just just our thoughts and opinions. If you watched it, yeah, I
1: had a tiny bit of fun, and I think LeBron had fun too. And you know what? I don't know what his personal life is like, but maybe he just needed to have some fun.
0: Yeah. But it it was the kind of movie for me that w- that I thought like, yeah, this is why people say things like film is dying. That's how I felt afterward. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, I need to watch an old movie because, or like I need to watch like Parasite or something that's has meat to it because this is like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Um I hope you enjoyed our episode.
1: <laughs> I'm done talking about it. It's so hot in this room right now. I got it. I know, out of here. I know.
0: Uh next month we're gonna do Kill Bill Volume One. So a uh, new little MPU series, and that'll be fun. I we love those you, movies. <laughs> it
1: will be fun. Blood will be spraying.
0: Sprang?
1: Huh. Spraying? Sprung? No, spraying.
0: What is it? Really?
1: You don't remember? That person gets their arm cut off and Yeah, that but is-
0: the word sprang?
1: Spraying. Goodbye. <laughs>